Today's episode is brought to you by Foundation First. Foundation First is primarily a digital branding company in Houston, Texas. They provide opportunities for people to set a solid foundation in life and in business. They do this through their graphic design, events, mentor programs, and online interviews and blogs. They provide new and existing business owners with logos, website flyers, business cards, business plans, and more. You can visit Foundation First at www.foundationfirst.co and on Instagram at foundation.first. Welcome to You Talk Too Much, the show where we talk about the things that people say you should not talk about in life, relationships, and business. I'm Brianne Stevens, and today we're discussing the freedom of speech. Okay, so for the past two weeks, we have been talking about negative lifestyles, bad habits, and how the power of words actually play a huge role in the change that happens in your life. I even brought in a life coach and my mom, Tiffany Rowe, who dropped gems and shared practical tools. So I really hope y'all have been following me, listening, and taking notes because we're trying to change lives, okay? And if you've been here listening for the past two weeks and you have actually been committed to not only listening, but changing your life, I am proud of you, y'all. Because I remember when I first started the journey to change in my life, I felt like there was no one who was just raw and real about what they were dealing with. People would say things like, I struggle, but today I am healed. And in 2016, I was like, struggle from what? Healed from what? Like, you're not really being specific. What are you talking about? And to be honest, I haven't even scratched the surface of the things that I have been through and the gems I'm going to drop. So let's get into episode three. I am not proud of this, but I have said some rude stuff, y'all. Like some really mean things to people. I can remember in 2016, when I first started my first organization, Pink Prods, I called someone the B word. And the B word I'm referring to is bitch. I don't like using that word, so I'm going to say the B word, but now you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I'll give y'all the backstory. It was December of 2015. I had interviewed over 60 women in 30 days. That's a lot of people. I did that with my close friend at the time. So, of course, I was burnt out. I was tired. But ultimately, I was proud of myself. In January, I had started dropping interviews daily. And there was one girl that I interviewed who I'd known since high school. So she knew me growing up. I remember we were texting, and she completely downplayed what I was doing. I don't even remember her exact words because that's how offense works, but they made me feel so low, super low, so low that I called her a B word. As you can tell, I don't use that word today, but yeah, this girl was an interviewee and I cursed her out. Like, who even does that? You doing me a favor and I'm getting mad at you because I'm offended by something you said. And I'm not even going to pretend like, you know, the last time I cursed somebody out or said something mean was in 20. 15, but I've said some rude stuff even this year, specifically last year, 2021, it was March. I remember I traveled to New York with two friends of mine, one of whom who was like a sister. And during the stay, I decided to get my own room because I had an early flight the next day. And I didn't want to disturb the others. I just wanted to get my own space. And plus they had two like newborn babies. So I was like, let me just, you know, get my own room to be considerate. So the next day, I'm in L.A., I'm going to a dispensary, and I get a text from one of the girls. Not the girl who was like a sister to me, but another girl. And she completely charged me up about getting my own room. I was annoyed, I was heated, I was upset. For one, because I hate drama. And for two, like, it's a whole new day. The room has come and gone, and if my sister doesn't care about it, then why are you even 
worried about it. Like, leave me alone. Like, I, I completely went off on her, and I crapped on her entire character. I knew personal things about her situation, and I basically told her she was the problem. I was like, no, you are the drama. And in both situations, I apologized immediately because, you know, I can't operate outside of myself and still walk around like I'm okay. And the reason I can't do that because it's an analogy that my mom shared with me once, and it talks about getting in the pen with pigs. Like, pigs love dirt. They love mud. Pigs love being messy. While humans, we don't. Well, I don't. Like, if I get dirty, I like to take baths. I like to clean myself off. My mom told me never act like people who exhibit horrible behaviors because they like dirt. While me, on the other hand, I'm the one that got to pray, repent, and get right with God because I don't like that. So it's easy to say mean things to people out of offense or because we don't like what they said, but all words have power, even the ones we make ourselves believe are justified. Because in that situation, I thought I was justified, but I knew I wasn't right because, again, I felt like a pig afterwards, so I needed to apologize. I know last week we talked about words being your superpower because they are, and I'll repeat this. By definition, a word is a distinct, meaningful element of speech or writing. Distinct meaning is recognizably different in nature from something else of a similar type. Meaningful meaning it has serious, important, or useful quality or purpose. There are many people who mishandle the superpower because they haven't even learned how to use it. So here's the thing. There are rules to everything, even superpower. Like any freedom, there are rules. For instance, you have the freedom of speech, which means the right to express any opinions without censorship or restraint. Freedom is good, freedom is great. To be free means you have the power, you have the right. Like there's liberation in freedom. I can say whatever I want. But when I think of freedom, this quote by Tony Evan comes to mind. It goes, in order to enjoy freedom, there must be restrictions to maximize it. He even uses the analogy of driving. We have the freedom of driving wherever and whenever we want to. However, there are traffic lights and street signs there, restrictions so that we can truly enjoy that freedom. Otherwise, we'd be crashing our cars, and now the freedom is ruined completely. The same is true with words. In order to enjoy freedom of speech, there must be restrictions in order to maximize it. The power of words can actually destroy somebody's spirit or even stir up hatreds and violence. They not only exaggerate wounds, but they inflict them directly. Of all the creatures on this planet, only man has the ability to communicate through spoken word. The power to use words is a unique and powerful gift. So you have to ask yourself, are you using words to build people up or are you destroying them? Are they filled with hate or love, bitterness or blessing, complaining or compliments, lust or love, victory or defeat? Like tools that can be used to help us reach our goals or send us into a spiraling depression, a deep depression at that. I shared two stories earlier about how I tore somebody down simply because I did not like the way they spoke to me. I have found myself in that place often. You know, because most of us think our words are justifiable. We convince ourselves that if somebody says something to me out the side of my neck, I can say whatever I want to say to them out the side of mine. That is a man-made rule because the Bible teaches us to not repay an insult with an insult, but to repay it with a blessing. And it's not for the other person. Ten times out of ten, twenty times out of ten, it's for you. It's so you can inherit a blessing. Repaying people with kindness is for you. It's okay to set boundaries with people who disrespect you and who are takers. I get that. But you do not have to tear them down with your words. Do not get in the pen with pigs unless you, in fact, or are a pig. If you are a pig... Go get in that pen all you want to. And by definition, just so you know, a pig is an omnivorous, domesticated, hoofed mammal 
with sparse bristly hair and a flat snout for rooting in the soil kept for his meat. That just sounds disgusting. So if you are a pig, be a pig. Do what pigs do. And if you are listening and you are thinking to yourself, girl, I'm not a pig, shut up. Then when you are around people who show pig-like behavior with their actions, tone, and words, let them play in the dirt by themselves. Repay them with a kind word or a positive statement like, God bless you or thank you or I pray for you. And if you go say I'm going to pray for you, go ahead and actually pray for them because I hate when people be like, girl, I'm going to pray for you and they don't even think about them again. Your words matter, the good, the bad, the ugly. Words stick with people forever. There is something that you might have said to someone years ago that has stuck with them in their adult life. You never want to hear someone share their story and know that you were on the ugly side of it. Man, I'm sure we can all think of things that people said to us that hurt at the time. Don't let loose permanent words because of a temporary emotion, which is frustration, anger, sadness, fear, or doubt. Because sometimes we feel like if we're not angry, I can still say whatever I want to say. I'm just sad, or I'm just frustrated, or I'm just scared. No. And all those things, you need to just chill out for a second, like my mom shared last week, and just give yourself some time before you respond. And before we close, I want to leave you with this. Throughout my life, I have always seen people create vision boards. People host vision board events and people throw vision board parties. The concept of a vision board is essentially a physical or digital manifestation of your goals. People create them because they believe in the power that they have. They believe that by creating a vision board, I can shape and create the life that I want. I think vision boards are great. My screensaver was a vision board that I created for myself. But the superpower is as easy as speaking it into existence. I read something that said too often, instead of speaking to the mountains in our life, we invest in bulldozers. We spend hours learning to drive them, seeking our own solutions, while all the while, the miracle of moving the mountain is in our own mouths. It's in our own mouths. So next week, I'm going to bring in my business partner, my life partner, my ride or die entrepreneur, model extraordinaire, Clark Foreman. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how to handle difficult people and situations in your personal and professional life. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three. I hope you've gained more life-changing tools. I'll be dropping a new episode every Tuesday at 7 a.m. See you next week.